Hi guys, this is your host Ola and welcome to the All Things Money podcast where I'm here to discuss all things money from budgeting, saving, investing and everything else in between. When blogging online, the income potential can be huge. For some, the earning potential is so great that it can become their full-time job. To share some top tips on how you can make money from blogging, I'm joined with Emma, also known as Be Money Savvy on Instagram. Hi Emma, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm really, really good. And honestly, guys, it has taken me so long to persuade Emma to join me on the podcast today. So I am super thrilled to have you on this podcast today to have a chat about the world of blogging and how you absolutely smash it. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so for those who don't already read your blog or follow you on Instagram, please introduce yourself to everyone listening. Yeah, so hi, I'm Emma. I am the one woman team behind BeMoneySavvy.com. I've been a money blogger for just over five years now. I write about everything from money saving apps to side hustles, a whole host of money related content in between that. Amazing. So honestly, Emma, like I've already mentioned before you start recording, your blog is great. What inspired you to start the blog five years ago? So as a kid, I noticed that my parents would live sort of paycheck to paycheck. And since now being an adult, I've asked them about that and it was it was some bad financial advice that they got from the bank um, when they were pretty much my age, actually. Oh, wow. So I would literally watch my parents like each month put, put their budget together. My dad would accept extra work wherever it was where it was given. And and I sort of I was in awe of what they were doing. But I but I always knew that money was an issue. Yeah. So throughout my teens, I was super money savvy. I worked like a ridiculous amount of part-time jobs. Yeah. At one bit, I had eight jobs at once. Eight? Um, eight <laughs> jobs. It was a lot of jobs. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah. And I would be, I'd be searching for deals all the time, looking for discounts, free stuff, like as much as I could. Yeah. And yeah. then when I left university, I applied for my first job and they offered me the job, but they offered it as a job share. And okay. just coming out of uni, I was like, kind of wanted a full-time job but I really liked the job Mm. so I didn't think I'd be able to live on a part-time income but I took the job anyway I thought I'll just keep looking for something else yeah this will this will be fine for now and and really I wanted to save towards buying my first home as well so I think that was a big role in it as well I wanted a Mm. full-time job so I could put some money aside save for save for my first home but I quickly learned that I could live off that part-time wage quite comfortably okay and it was I mean, I live in, I lived up north, so everything's a little bit cheaper up north yeah. as well. <laughs> and, and it was just all the money saving things that I did, like picking up free stuff, going on little mystery shopping and having food out with friends that would be free. Mm-hmm. And and quickly my friends and colleagues were always like, how, how are you saving this money? How have you always got spare money and you're only working part time? <laughs> yeah. So my friends and family would often come to me for money saving advice. I'd be telling them about apps that I'd downloaded Mm -hmm. and free stuff that I'd got into competitions as well. So I'd be telling them about the latest competition that I'd won. And the idea for Be Money Savvy sort of came from that. And it was, I was out on a walk with my dad, actually. My dad's very money savvy as well. Yeah. And we were on a walk and I was telling him about all the money savvy things I'd done that week, like freebies I'd managed to claim a referral offer I'd shared with a friend and got some like bonus money from that. The week's side hustles of mystery shopping and part-time jobs. And me and my dad often bounce ideas off each other. Mm. And at some point he was like, you should, you should blog about that. 
and I don't know where my dad came up with that but I was like that's a really good idea (laughs) yes so that's sort of where it started and then it was on that same walk I was like actually I really like the sustainability aspect as well Mm. so that's where the B in B Money Savvy came from okay Um, yeah that was it and then very clever actually (laughs) yeah and then probably like a month later I bought the domain name just just spent all my time just writing blog posts I mean originally it didn't do much not many people saw it but yeah I enjoyed doing it and that's where like whenever someone asks me advice for blogging I always start with like make sure you actually enjoy it this, this yeah, is something you want so to true. do otherwise you just lose motivation if it's something mm. you're not going to enjoy yeah and my friends thought I was crazy originally starting this blog they were like you're wasting your time doing this a lot of people would tell me I was wasting my time But then it quickly started to build momentum and started to get a bit of attention. Ended up in a couple of newspapers and my friends were like, oh, what's this? So it started to get bigger. Yeah. And now my friends think I'm a genius when I'm starting (laughs) it. Yeah, that's where it started. It's actually really interesting, especially where it came from seeing your parents and how that kind of viewed your outlook on money and your, your relationship with money. Because I feel like, you not don't have to go through like hard times but I feel like you have to like ex- experience something to then shape your relationship money to go towards the, like let's save some extra money as much as possible so for me I was definitely the type of save definitely not as good as you to honest I mean you put me to shame but very much like looking for all the discount codes especially during like sixth form and unity I was so so like meticulous when it comes to like, like finding like ways you can get free meals but I definitely have learned a lot from you in terms of like the different apps and things like that which I'm sure we'll kind of delve into in a moment so yeah you have absolutely smashed your blog and yeah I guess it with a blog like you said when you first start it you do have to absolutely love it because you know you don't necessarily always get money from a passion you know so you literally have to just enjoy it for free and mum always said if you're gonna do something make sure you enjoy doing it for free before you look to you know look to start anything because very quickly you can get really bored definitely yeah yeah so if you don't mind sharing how much money have managed to make from blogging so far so in the last five years it's now reached a total of seventy thousand pounds Seventy thousand pounds. Yeah, I worked this out ready for this. So yeah, that's me as well, to be honest. Seventy grand from blogging. Yeah, and the thing is as well, and I worked out each year how much that's grown. So in the first year, it was more like a thousand, one thousand five hundred. The second year, it grew to like seven thousand five hundred. The third year, it was twelve. The fourth year, it was twenty, and then this year, I'm on track to earn thirty. So it's like grown each year as well. Wow. That is so impressive, Emma. See, guys, this is why I had to have Emma on the podcast, because this is why she knows what she's talking about. So obviously you have managed to make a huge amount of money from your blog, which is obviously very inspiring to hear. How did you go about monetizing your blog at first? So in my view, there's like two main ways to, to monetize your blog. The first one is through your domain authority. And the second one is traffic, is, is blog okay. traffic. So with a domain authority, you'd be more attractive to like your SEO companies, meaning that they're more likely to get guest posts, sponsored posts, because they essentially just want a link back from your website. Okay. So the higher your domain authority, the more, more likely they're going to ask for a link back. And then with the traffic, you're more likely to generate affiliate income and advertising income as well. Yeah. So when I first started, my strength was that I was almost obsessed with my domain authority. 
yeah I was constantly <laughs> trying to build it looking for like backlinks from really good like from a news newspaper that was that was my first big backlink I got I got one from a newspaper I was chuffed at that <laughs> so just getting loads of backlinks really helped my domain authority but also like focusing on SEO and making sure that I've got like keywords and and it's going to do well on Google yeah and that's what I really focused on when I started like the traffic I kind of ignored mm. and that's almost come along with that yeah, later yes, down the yeah. line yeah and even now sponsored collaborations are still my biggest earner on being money savvy but it was also the first thing the first way that I earned money and it's only sort of now five years on that I'm generating affiliate income and advertising income and I'm not saying that's the perfect way to do it but that's that's what worked for me yeah just starting with my domain and really focusing on building that getting sponsored collaborations with like partners and then and then the rest of it has come later and now I've got a nice combination of all of those. Yeah, yeah. And so for like those kind of listening and you like mentioned affiliate marketing, how does it work? And especially with your blog being a personal finance blog, what affiliates do you kind of use and what kind of tools do you use for that? Yeah, so there is literally an affiliate for almost everything. But what <laughs> has worked really well for me is, is like you said, the financial affiliates. So I'm with a, a network called Impact and on there okay. I can apply to various different financial services and often they just get in touch with me sort of naturally mm. or I can reach out to them and they say, oh, are you on Impact? And I'm like, yeah, I'm on Impact. So they send me a contract through and that means that I get a, a personalised link which I can then put on my website and then every time someone clicks through that link and downloads the app, or signs up to a service I get small commission that's pretty much how affiliate networks work in general but if you are a blogger in a different niche completely separate to finance all you have to do is go on a website that you regularly go on scroll down to the bottom to the footer and often they will set like affiliate or like information on the affiliate and like my recommendation is is pick affiliates that pick to be an affiliate of something that you regularly use. Yeah. Because it's just so much more believable if you're reviewing something that you genuinely use, genuinely think is brilliant to post and promote that you're more likely your followers are like, actually, yeah, you've mentioned that before. Yeah. So I'll sign up to that. And that's pretty much what I've done. Like the apps that I use, I'll either contact them or they've contacted me in some cases. And then I'll promote their affiliate link, well, my affiliate link, I guess. <laughs> and and that's just worked brilliantly in, in recent years. So, yeah, websites that you use, apps that you use, ask them if they've got an affiliate network, sign up to those and then promote them. No, thank you so much, Emma, because I've actually never heard of Impact before, so I'm definitely sign up to that. But what I also have used was a website called AWIN, which I'm probably probably sure you know of, Emma, I'm seeing as you're yeah. the expert. And then also, like you said, products that you use or things that you love. Amazon is another great place where you can get affiliate links from. I, I'm saying this like I actually use affiliate marketing myself and I don't because, again, sometimes I just don't have the time. But this is why I rate you so much, Emma, because you really, really have put a lot of time and effort into it. So, yeah, guys, it, you don't have to be you know, this, I don't know, 10,000 or 1 million plus followers to generate money from affiliate link income. Like literally, I know everyone's raving about air fryers at the moment. So if you've purchased one, guys, and, you know, you might want to use and create an affiliate link from Amazon and just send it to your fr- and your friends and family, be like, guys, this is the air fryer I've got, go get it. And you might be able to get a percentage of your money back just from literally referring it. And it's so simple. I think some people really like overthink it. 
Yeah, definitely. Especially with products that they use, like you said, air fry. I'm thinking about doing that one myself now. Yeah, <laughs> Lucy, it's very clever. You got to, especially with everyone raving about them. And also, guys, I've just purchased a weighted blanket. So I've literally told all my friends and family about it. So I should probably get on an affiliate link for that because I need to get some income. Literally recommending this this blanket left, right, and center. So I guess a few people listening might assume, like I said, that you need a huge following to make money from blogging. Emma, tell us, do you really need to have a large following to start making money from blogging? So I absolutely would say that it's not a necessity. I definitely didn't have a large following when when my blog started to earn money. I maybe had like a couple of hundred followers and then the the money sort, sort of came and the followers have sort of come along with that as well. But I would be lying if I said it didn't help. Yeah. I mean, a large follower base means that you're more likely to get noticed by potential collaborators. Mm-hmm. And when brands do find you or you contact brands, it's just another selling point. Yeah. So it's definitely a positive, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't say it's the most important thing. Even if you uh, have a large following, you're often going to get questions around the engagement of those. Mm-hmm. And particularly on a blog, like your click through, I've, I've been yes. asked that quite quite regularly. When I've worked with a brand or on a sponsored post, they're like, what, what's your click through on that link? So your actual following, your audience, sometimes that they're not the metrics that, that brands are looking for. Yeah. And it's more your engagement. So it's your quality followers yeah. that, that are sort of loyal to your brand. I think that's the most important aspect. But like I say, large follower base absolutely isn't the be all and end all. Yeah. I focused on my domain authority, which meant that I got a lot of organic traffic from Google mm. and other search engines. <laughs> but it often means that they wouldn't then follow me, but they would just sort of come through my website, have a look at something, maybe download something, and then I, they wouldn't look at my website again because they just found me from google and that's not necessarily a bad thing but absolutely not yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and this is it because obviously you've got many ways you can kind of make money online and obviously being on instagram obviously is a huge income earner if you're in that kind of space but I think what I find really interesting about blogging is the fact that if your SEO is good enough people can literally find you through a Google search I mean mine definitely needs a lot of work but for someone like Emma it's clearly making really good revenue you know through you know people going on your somebody across your website so even as simple as I know one of my friends has a blog post about how you can make money from switching bank accounts and literally type it in and his blog post is literally top above Martin Lewis which is insane and again that just generates crazy amount of traffic so again guys if you may be keen about writing a blog or you know starting like you're keen or interested about it then definitely you know first first of all pick your niche and then also go about how what you're going to write about and also make sure the seo is good because i think without seo then your blog's pretty much nothing which you obviously want to avoid at all costs but yeah no emmy you are right i would be an idiot to say that following maybe wouldn't help like for me I have a blog post although I do have a number of followers on Instagram no one no one reads my blog well I say no one I do still get a good healthy number but definitely not generating around 70k of income so I definitely know my blog needs a bit of help (laughs) so I guess in order to run your blog Emma what were the startup costs involved just in case if anyone's listening and would like to get involved with blog writing themselves so when I originally bought Be Money Savvy five years ago, mm-hmm. I paid about 99p for my domain name. The hosting was about £30 for the first year. Okay. And that pretty much was all my costs to start up. Those have changed significantly since then. <laughs> but to start up, you're looking at, you could probably get a blog set up for between 30 and £50. Yeah. 
but then the recurring payment of a domain name tends to be a little bit more than 99p so that probably cost me around 10 to 15 pounds a year to keep my domain active and I have now switched hosts to a better host who offers a little bit more tech support okay I'm paying 150 pounds a year for that but it does include three domains on there so it would be a little bit less if I had just one domain yeah so now it's sort of probably around 160-ish pound a year to just to maintain, yeah. maintain my website. There's loads of additional things you can pay for, but those are the absolute basics. And I would say if you're just wanting to start up, just go with, with something quite basic Yeah, would be my recommendation. And being money savvy, that's obviously my recommendation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I definitely have never paid for like expensive web tools, expensive themes, anything yeah. like that. Even my theme w- was free. And I, okay. and I definitely think that's the way to go when you're first starting. Mm. Keep your investment quite low. Yeah. And then as it grows, that that's the time to sort of start putting more money into it. Yeah, no, it's so true. Because I remember, when did I start mine? My website, I think it was like November, December 2020. And like you said, my domain name, I think, was about 99p at the time, which was amazing. Obviously, like you know, like you said, mine, I think, is now like £15 a year, which again, so cheap. And then hosting, I don't actually know, I should probably know. I think it's around £100. But I remember when I first started, I think it was like £100. I paid for everything, including like a little fancy theme. So yeah, the cost of blogging doesn't have to be expensive. I always say, guys, that if you're going to look at starting a side hustle, even if it's not blogging, always keep your costs low because again, you don't want to be forking out money unnecessarily, especially if someone like Emma can, you know, make this kind of money with literally such small investment and in terms of hosting who do you host your website with oh so i'm more than happy to recommend it recommend these because they are brilliant so i'm with lyrical host okay who, they they offer sort of tech support on the side which is just invaluable yeah my old host i think i had a, a tech issue once and I, I i tried to approach them and they were like oh you need to pay someone to to sort that out for you who was that is that wordpress it was TSO host. Oh, I've actually never heard of them too fair. Yeah, I'm, with, I'm with WordPress at the moment. And yeah, yeah they <laughs> they were just so unhelpful. And it made me think if something happened, like my website got hacked, yeah, I wouldn't have a clue what to do. Yeah. They're not willing to help. And some tech person could charge me anything. So now that I'm with Lyrical, I have that peace of mind. They just sort everything out. They're brilliant. They regularly run little competitions and stuff. In fact, okay. I think I won think i won 30 pounds through them recently right um, stop there because guys emma wins all of these competitions <laughs> what was your holiday competition that you won the other day because that was just insane like it's actually a joke how jammy you are <laughs> yeah i won a holiday to the maldives it, oh my it is god i remember you sharing that on your instagram i was like are you having a laugh <laughs> it's actually the third holiday i've won as well i've won a holiday to berlin i've won interrailing so now Maldives is the best one I've ever won. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good competition win. Funnily enough, I also won a thousand pounds earlier this year, which has pretty much paid for everything now included in that holiday. So yeah. I'm very jammy. I, I, yeah, I appreciate it. You are jealous and jealous. But obviously, Emma, before I let you go today, do you have any final tips for those looking to start their own blog in the future? So my top recommendation is to start by writing like 10 blog posts before you buy, buy a domain name, before you buy any hosting, see if you actually enjoy writing. Yeah. See what it is you enjoy writing about. Lots of people end up changing their niches and being quite, some 
some even more specific, some less specific. Mm. But try and get a feel for it before you actually buy anything, before you invest that money. If your only motivation is to make money, ask yourself how you're going to motivate yourself if you don't you start don't. to make money mm-hmm. within three or six months and what your sort of backup plan is from there. Like, are you going to are you going to quit at that point or are you going to you're going to power through? Yeah, I think it's important actually that I mentioned it took me three months before I made my first ten pounds on my blog. So you need to make sure that you're going to have that motivation to keep going yeah. if you're not earning money within a few months. I'm certain that at this point, the only reason I've maintained that motivation for the last five years is that I didn't start my blog to make money. It was never, that was never what what my aim was. I think in my head, I always thought that'd be a nice byproduct if I could put a referral link on there. Yeah. But it, but it definitely wasn't the reason that I started. I enjoyed writing. I particularly enjoyed finding little bits of money advice and that's what's made it an enjoyable hobby. And then Mm. it's kind of turned into a business later down the line. And I guess I'm go- I'm going to say it. If you enjoy writing and you're ready, you want to create your blog. Have a serious think about the domain name that you want to buy. Do some proper research into it. Give it loads and loads of thought before you jump in. Make sure that the social media handles are available too. Yeah. To some extent, I kind of regretted my domain name. Oh, really? At this point, I struggle with the the B aspect, the buzzy because I have to go. Be like a buzzy bee, money savvy. <laughs> oh gosh! And like I was on the radio the other day, and I was like, actually, that's really annoying that I have to do that every time. Yeah, um, yeah. So go with something that you don't have to explain. It just, it just yeah. makes sense with what it is because mm. that makes sense to me. But yeah, to other people, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. But yeah, have a real think about your domain name. Make sure you've got all the social handles that are available. Make sure it's something that you don't have to explain. Mm-hmm. And it's a brand that you're going to love as well. Yeah. And my last sort of little bit of advice is just make sure with your logo that you're not copying anyone when you when you start up. So easy to do when you start up. Mm. And like same with pictures. If you're going to take pictures to put in your blog post, use free stock images. Yes. Don't use ones that you find off Google. <laughs> it's something that I did when I really first started my like, non-domain name blog Mm -hmm. and then I suddenly realized actually I can't I can't just steal pictures (laughs) and you don't want to have to go through your whole website ripping all those change it yeah or or lawsuit either that's the last thing you want even worse yeah (laughs) Yeah. so just make sure that you're sticking to what you should be doing before you jump in because you because it's it is time consuming going back and fixing certain things and regretting your domain name so just have a real think about those things before you jump in Oh, no, thank you so much for those tips, Emma. I reckon I could have really done with this podcast episode before we before I started all things money. And it's really funny you said about, you know, making sure everything has its longevity because I'm very happy with the All Things Money brand, don't get me wrong. But had I known this will turn into a fully fledged business, there would have been slight tweaks I probably would have made from day one, you know? So yeah, guys, listen to Emma. Really think carefully about what you want your blog name to be. I mean, there's no harm in ever having to change it. But for example, you never want to start with, let's say, I don't know, I love money. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, actually, I've got no social media handles available to me. Someone else has got I love money dot com but you've got dot uk things like that it's really really important especially when it comes to like protecting your brand later down the line if you do end up blowing up things like that it's really really important to take into consideration so yeah thank you so much for those tips emma no problem
Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Emma, despite how long it took me to get you on here. <laughs> it's clear to see how much of an opportunity there is to make money from blogging online. So hopefully some of you guys are feeling inspired to start your own at one point in the future. Emma, before I let you go, though, if anyone would like to check out your blog or follow you online, where can they go to do so? Hello, or I guess goodbye at this point. <laughs> I am Emma from BeMoneySavvy.com. Be like the buzzy bee. Yeah. Um, and you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the usual. Also at BeMoneySavvy. Thank you so much, Emma, for joining me. I'll leave all of the links in the podcast description as always. So yeah, guys, make sure you check Emma's blog, especially because she does get so many freebies. She wins all these competitions and she shares a lot of the ways that you can do so too. So yeah, make sure you definitely go give her a follow because yeah, her account is just amazing. So yeah, thanks so much, Emma. No worries, thank you. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of the All Things Money podcast. For more All Things Money, make sure you follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast and make sure you tune back in next week.